Finding Your Peace with Shelley J. Miller is a show dedicated to helping you move into an experience of love, peace, and joy that lasts. Using the principles from the teachings of Jesus in A Course in Miracles, you will learn how to transform your life by becoming miracle-minded, heal yourself, your relationships, and your finances by understanding how to break free and awaken. Call in for a mini-reading to gain clarity and receive guidance. Now, here's your host, Shelley J. Miller. Welcome to Finding Your Peace. I'm your host, Shelley J. Miller. I'm a professional psychic. I'm a medium. I read the Akashic Records, which is past life information. And I'm a spiritual life coach, a transformational life coach, using the teachings of Jesus from A Course in Miracles. But Finding Your Peace, as always, is dedicated to sharing the teachings of Jesus from A Course in Miracles. And today in episode 16, it's called Happy something we'd all like to know more about as in how to how to be happy if you are good for you stay tuned there's some really advanced information here coming at you i'm going to share the teachings of jesus from a course in miracles as also as well as the teachings from a non-dual fantastic uh fellow that's a non-dual teacher that i love to follow rupert spira he's from the uk you can find him on youtube i'm going to share a little bit of science from bruce lipton about epigenetics and the the biology belief a little bit from uh, Anita Mujani, Mujani, who uh, had a near-death experience and learned why she wasn't happy and had uh, almost taken her own life from the from from the not loving self. And we're going to talk about that today. I will also put in some divine messages, some divine guides that came through the ascended masters in my mediumship readings to some clients share a reading from that uh, about how you you find your happiness and what's really important to focus on. And then I will share as well some of my experiences, how I get through the day, how I get to happiness more and more and stay there more and more. So it's uh, it's a lot for you to take in because I like to share. Uh, for, um, I'm also going to talk about Hector Artoli and his awakening. Uh, so Sometimes I just talk about my own experiences, but most often I share with you so that you can look into other uh, teachers, get in a, a, an array of information. If you're more scientific, if you're more spiritually based, you'll have it all on this show, episode 16 called Happy. So let me give you a background about A Course in Miracles if you're just tuning in. This is a very, very brief uh, thing. I have 15 other episodes on uh, Amazon, on my website, ShellyJMiller.com, on BBS radio station one, the archives, and all under Finding Your Peace with Shelly J. Miller. You can hear on Google Tunes or iTunes, but take a look at the replays because it. Uh, we start with my story and how I had divine revelation many times in my life so far, but also every single aspect from the Course in Miracles that you need to know to cover to uh, to come to enlightenment, to come to inner peace. So do look uh, through the catalog and and take a look at what's pertinent for you uh, in the near future. So uh, Course in Miracles is a mind retraining course. It was given by Jesus to a scribe. She heard him directly mind to mind communication. It took her seven years to hear him write down word for word what he had to say. 
Thank goodness she did. It was, it's a, it's a mind retraining program to undo the thoughts of the conditioned mind because we've been conditioned, uh, to think thoughts of fear and our subconscious. And I read the Akashic records. I can tell you that's true. We have records of fear and love, but a lot of fear. And so we're, he's, he's teaching us how to retrain our mind from thoughts of fear to thoughts of love, embracing thoughts of love and Waking up, and when you do this, it allows you to come into Christ consciousness, which is where you see the world, yourself, and each other the way God sees you, which is with perfect love. That's called seeing with spiritual sight. Uh, you will understand that um, he actually says the Course in Miracles, his goal is not enlightenment for you, but to connect you to your inner teacher, Holy Spirit, the voice for God, also known as your God self that part of you that's never left the source. So we'll talk about that today too. So when we realize that we are spirit and that we live eternally and we're having a temporary experience of ourselves as a body that seems to be separate from God and each other, this is a a condition called the separated mind. And unless you're enlightened, we are all experiencing the pain and suffering that comes along with the experience of the separated mind, because you are longing to return home to that memory of being loved unconditionally with uh, eternal lasting peace, safety, security, total acceptance, no lack, no lack and no fear. This is what I experienced in my divine revelation, which was, which was a cessation of my thoughts. I transcended the mind because time space is only in the mind. And I momentarily, it lasted for a while though. And I've had it several times, God bless, because it pointed me in the direction of what is already within us. And it, 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 it answers so many questions for me. So how did this fall from grace happen? How did this experience where we ended up temporarily in a body and we think ourselves to be separate and and how did this pain and suffering happen? I will go over this again as I do in almost every episode because it bears repeating if you get this in your mind. What Jesus says about it, you'll be able to call it up. You know, that's why I use his words. You'll be able to call it up at will. He said we had a tiny mad idea that we thought we could be separate from God and we forgot to laugh. And as that fear played in our minds, as we became more and more experientially disconnected from the feeling of love that's unconditional and our peace, which is our inheritance, it's who we are. Because remember, we are we are source. We are the same as God is. And we'll talk about that today. There was a fall, a deepening, a lowering of frequency. And then there was an explosion that's also called the Big Bang, where there was a birthing of the universe and the outer physical manifestation of Earth and planets and galaxies and universes. It's a hologram. You may have understood or read the holographic universe, but literally what you think in your mind projects outwardly on the screen of life, on the plasma or the matrix. And you point to it and say, oh, my gosh, it's real. When in truth, it's only the thoughts appearing to be real that are being projected from your very own mind. And with the teachings of A Course in Miracles and self-inquiry and understanding yourself in pure awareness, you can back out of that and change your thoughts. And Jesus says a miracle, hence the, the name A Course in Miracles, a miracle is a change in perception. 
that is our misperception from seeing ourselves as separate and the miracle that we wake up and how this happens really guys is that uh, when you get connected to Holy Spirit and you ask for Holy Spirit to be your guide, not your ego, not, not your ego that believes in yourself as a personality and that's separate and your story, your history, your portfolio, all those egoic things that, that, when, that you identify with as you. It's not you. It's a temporary outer projection of what's in your mind. And you will notice as you practice the course uh, principles, and I highly recommend get the book, A Course in Miracles from the uh, Foundation for Inner Peace. <clears throat> you can get it on Amazon. You can get it from the Foundation for Inner Peace. But it's it's a book of a text, a workbook, and a manual for teachers. And as you do the workbook, you will actually undo, erase the limiting thoughts and beliefs in your mind. And you will notice that the outer experiencing is matching your inner peace. So I want to talk about um, that's how that happened, the fall from grace. And what you need to know, and this is really important, is that immediately when it exploded and time space laid out in the course of millions of years, God also healed it immediately. But we use time space, intervals of time space that exist only in our minds for teaching for and and there's only one lesson to learn you're not separate from god and each other he says you have a million problems you think you have a million problems but there's only one problem that you think you're separate and there's only one solution to all your problems you are not and when you really take that in give yourself time to re-listen to these shows when you really take that in you realize i'm not separate i am what is and then you have the peace and the experience of it so today sharing some teachings from Jesus, also from the non-dual teacher, Rupert Spira, about our longing to be happy and how it is we can understand why happiness seems to elude us, although every, everyone, everything everyone does, whether we're looking for happiness in circumstances, objects, relationships, uh, you know, all those things don't fulfill us, even though we may think our happiness can be gained from outside of ourselves. Jesus says in A Course in Miracles that God's only desire for us is to be happy. His only desire for us is to be happy. He says it right there in the Course. But here's something you may not know. Happiness is the returning to our true nature. Happiness is the returning to our true nature. Now, what does that mean? Our true nature is what God is, which is, again, unconditional love. Peace that lasts eternally, joy, happiness. When I had the divine revelation, there was not a shred of lack. There was no fear. There was no thought. There was just isness, just incredible, peaceful, loving, secure. It's it's extraordinary. And that is our natural state. That's who we really are. So by the mere fact, now, now listen to this. This is incredible. By the mere fact that we have entered form as a body. That very act of doing that actually veils us from our true nature, which is pure awareness. In the Course in Miracles, Jesus says the body will always be a limitation for that reason. He talks about what we see with the body's eyes is a very, very distorted view of what is actually going on, our radion body, our light body, what is our true nature, and gives us the steps and principles to put into practice 
how to undo the perception of ourselves as each other is separate. Jesus talks about, and in my other episodes, I have 15 other episodes so far that you can hear about all the different principles. You need holy relationships, how you must give up the belief that you must plan, surrendering to what is. There, there's a lot of information there that I have tried to distill down because the course can be a little bit daunting. I find it extraordinarily beautiful, but some people find it challenging. So my goal here with Finding Your Peace is to distill down these concepts of how you move towards your own awakening to your true nature, how you move towards your enlightenment. And guys, when you do that, you have no need to generate another body and another serial dream of a lifetime uh, of pain and suffering. You you go home permanently. In other words, you return to at one moment with God. So you can get off the wheel of pain and suffering that could go on for millions of years. Jesus says, of course, in miracles, is not the only way home, but it is the fastest. I like to say this because you need the hope of understanding. You could literally, by practicing these, these principles, shave off a thousand years of, of your in cycles of uh, illusory in reincarnating. It's a serial dream. Even when you leave the body in death, it can be a serial dream. I, I'm a medium. I can tell you that that's true. Uh, So in the 15 other episodes, you can explore the different principles you need to understand how to undo our false or self, our misperception, by the way of a miracle, which again is a change in perception about ourselves, each other, and the world. So that's why the book is called A Course in Miracles. When we misidentify with ourselves as a body, we're trapped in the illusion of duality where there's subject, object, consciousness so what that means and this is important to know is that there is we're looking when we look through the body's eyes we're looking at there's me and there's you there's us and there's them there's me and there's that object and when you apply the workbook lessons and practice and he says you don't have to understand it you don't even have to like the workbook lessons but you do have to practice it in order for it to work So the false conditioning based on the separation and the change in perception, it begins to occur when you directly experience that as you replace thoughts of fear with thoughts of love, your inner experience will literally become one of peace and love. And then your outer world will reflect that back to you. It literally does. You will notice that the matrix is changing and you're the one that's doing it. That's an incredible piece of information to know how powerful we are. You are because you're God. You are the son of God. We are one mind. We are the light of God. We live eternally and we have the power of God by changing our minds through changing how we see ourselves and each other. That I mean, there's nothing more powerful. People in the world, and I'm going to talk about this later, would have you believe that you're nothing, that you're that, and there's so much garnering of your of your focus. So many, so many uh, people, gar- you know, vying for your attention uh, to to keep you stirred up in fear, to keep us stirred up in division. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but you have to know. You are the power of God within you, and it's by your choice. If you want peace, you can have it. If you want happiness, you can have it. So as I said earlier, Jesus' goal, of course, in miracles is not necessarily to get you to enlightenment, but to connect you with your inner teacher, the Holy Spirit, which is also known as the voice for God. 
And the voice for God or the Holy Spirit is actually literally the last communication link between God and the Son of God. That is how you connect to the divine mind, the infinite mind of God, which you are still connected to, but you don't think you are because you you think with your lower mind, with your conditioned mind, with your belief systems, you make decisions. We'll talk about this too, about Bruce Lipton, what he says about the subconscious. But um, Holy Spirit can also be understood, as I said, as your God self. And uh, that is that part of you that's never left the source and exists outside of, outside of time space. What does that mean? It means that there is a part of you that exists with the source that can see the entire play out of every probable reality that could ever happen to you and everybody else because we're one mind. So Holy Spirit is in, resides in all of us and can give you the flawless answer to any question you will ever have, help you undo your ego give you daily guidance, help you heal your mind, your relationships, your finances, everything. How incredible is that, that you have access within your own being if you will learn how to get still and how to follow. There is an episode that I did, and I, I forgive me, I don't remember the number, but it's called Why You Must Give Up the Belief That You Must Plan. This is a lesson from the workbook from Jesus that you need to live in the now and you don't have to uh, you don't have to plan, which seems incredible. But really, if you will live in the now, you will be divinely guided to follow. And you'll be following in the now, you'll know exactly what to do. Can you imagine how peaceful that is? I'm living this way. And it takes the fear out. Because you know that if you stay uh, peaceful, you are going to get the knowing. I, I've shared other stories of that. Uh, people that have become enlightened and and how they go to work every day. It doesn't mean that you leave the world. You, you, you just live in the now and knowing that if there's something that you're supposed to do, you'll be shown without question. You'll be shown very clearly. And all you have to do is take the steps and follow it out. In this way, Holy Spirit can guide you and God's plan for you and the world will come to pass. Not your plan because you don't even know how to get home. You don't know where you're going. You don't know the best answer. That will serve everybody. Can you imagine being able to tap into divine mind? That is what you're able to do. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. So let's see, where are we here? So uh, time space, as I said, is only in our minds. Giving, given as a teaching device for us to learn the only lesson we're here to learn, which is, again, not separate from God and each other. We're one pure awareness. We're infinite, eternal, temporarily veiled from this by our turning away to focus on our illusory separate form. So this is a thing. We are veiled only by our thoughts and beliefs. When you change your thoughts and beliefs, when you get a hold of them and actually see what you're thinking, and the way that you do that is you get still and you say to Holy Spirit, you, you, you can actually just get still and listen and you'll hear the repetitive thoughts you're thinking in your head, the judgments you have, the belief systems you have picked up. Other lifetimes, this lifetime, it'll shock you what you believe. If things aren't going well, relationships, finances, you're unhappy, check within and see what those thoughts are and change your mind. So it's this unveiling of how to do it. And we'll talk about it as we do each, as we do in each episode. But today... I'll share about how to remember our true nature. So our true nature is holy, innocent, unconditional love, peace, joy, 
eternal and infinite awareness. And what that boils down to, guys, is happiness. I will share uh, teachings and insights from Jesus and Rupert Spira today. Uh, Non-duality is the only true spirituality. And that is because in non-duality, you don't see subject object. You don't see there's a me and a you. You're not looking with the body's eyes. You're looking with spiritual sight, which is also called Christ consciousness. And most importantly, you, you're learning to know yourself as pure awareness. So Rupert Spira, whom you can find on YouTube, is a, is a brilliant non-dual teacher. And he says also that happiness is the only true goal of life. And you almost know this because, you know, even if you think you're seeking a great career or money or fame or to be loved or to find your soulmate, we think attaining these things will lead us to our happiness, don't we? But anything external to us cannot truly lead to our happiness because it doesn't last. In my last episode 15, deciding what is a value, there was a teaching by Jesus where he absolutely says that anything that is not permanent, including the body, is not worth pursuing. He says, if it doesn't last eternally, it's it, 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 why pursue it? So he does say that what is of value is that which we are true, truly are, and we are one with our creator in truth. We're not the body or the hologram. We are not concerned with objects and circumstances, but with unconditional love, lasting peace, and the things he says are always within us. As he says, the kingdom of heaven is within you. You've probably heard that before. So if it's within us even now, why is it that our happiness eludes us and how can we change that? The very existence, remember, of the fact that we have a body encourages us to look away from ourselves as pure awareness. So from an experience of the illusion of our separateness, we develop thoughts and beliefs that condition us to falsely reinforce this temporary experience of duality, which, of, of course, causes pain and suffering. Our true nature loses its innate peace and happiness simply by being veiled by the physical manifestation. When you, when you really, when that hits you, you'll start to realize you want to think of yourself as spirit, as eternal, as a son of God, as infinite. You, you, you want to do that because you know you can't get to your happiness unless you, unless you, uh, you know, when, when you're in the body, you have to look around that. You have to look higher than that. So Rupert says all separate selves have a wound. And we all have a memory of happiness, peace, and love that is not a memory of the past like a happy childhood. But he says, how would it be possible to seek happiness unless we had a memory of it? And that's true when you think about it. You, you do have a memory of it. He says everything the separate self does, everything, is to divest itself of these limitations. Everything we do. So this means that whatever you're doing is actually everything is a desire to return to the awareness of your unlimited nature. Now, let me give you a for instance. He says, we accumulate objects, right? We think that will bring us happiness. And so that will bring us closer to the feeling of, of peace and happiness. We get into relationships. We drink, we do drugs, we have sex. This is all wanting to join and lose, lose the pain and suffering temporarily and return to the divine experience. This is a, like a letting go. We go to church. We engage in extreme extreme sports so we can experience the joining, the release of limitation, even if it's only for a few seconds. He said he gave a really great example of even bungee jumping. So your body feels like it's going to die 
only to be released in a rush of cheating death at the last moment. He said it gives you a temporary feeling of the escape from death, the the fear of death. It's really the fear of death. And, 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 And temporarily you let go and you merge with God, which is pure unlimited presence. He said everything is driven by that. And Jesus had said something similar. Rupert says we don't have to get rid of the veil. Uh, and this is important because you don't have to keep trying to get rid of the veil because you're in a body. We just have to turn our attention to ourselves as our essential nature of what we call the I. Now, let me explain that. When we refer to ourselves, we say I, but we most often think of I as a collection of thoughts, feelings, sensations, and perception, Rupert says. But if we really just turn our attention towards I, we find the experience of being aware. We don't find a collection of thoughts. We just find being aware. So try this wherever you are. And if if you can't do it now, <clears throat> rewind and do this later. You may be feeling sad or depressed or angry, any of the uh, uh, lower emotions. But just try this with me just for a second. Uh, tune in and feel how you're feeling. And now ask yourself, who is aware of the one who's thinking that thought of feeling depressed or sad or angry? or lonely, feel of loss, any of it. Who is the one that's aware of that? Now, can you feel that? There isn't an awareness that is witnessing that. Okay, now turn your attention to that awareness, and what do you notice? What can you say about the I that is aware? Can you feel that awareness is, that it has always been there, that it is ever-present? that it's eternal, that it exists before birth and is deathless? Can you feel, as you turn your focus to your own awareness of the deep I, that you're infinite, that the awareness is infinite? And so it is that you're one with God because that awareness is you and that is what God is. That's an epiphany. Feel this and recognize your experience expands. Can you feel it expanding? Until you're focused on the awareness and not on the problem or on the motion. Now, the more you do this practice, when you're triggered by someone or a circumstance, the more the connection to the limited experience is actually weakened. And eventually you will experience the awareness, even as you're in the world, it'll be in the background, you'll feel this heightened awareness which is this beautiful sensation of peace in the background. Now, this awareness is available 24-7 to all of us. And Rupert says, regardless of race, gender, intellect, career, wealth, nationality, and age. Why? Because it's what we are. Rupert says, why can we? Why can he say with such confidence and happiness is the purpose of life? He said, you know it yourself, and you do, that when you're happy, there's no desire to achieve anything else. Think about that for a minute. When you're happy, there's no reason to do anything because you're already fulfilled. Jesus says in workbook lesson 292, a happy outcome to all things is sure. He says, we thank you, Father, for your guarantee of only happy outcomes in the end. Help us not to interfere and so delay the happy endings you have promised us for every problem that we can perceive, for every trial we think we still must meet. And so let's go now to how we interfere with our happy outcomes. We judge ourselves and we judge others and by misidentifying with the body and the illusion of our separate selves. So to awaken, you want to remember your true nature is to love yourself. 
without condition so that we can then extend that to our brothers. I've shared this on another podcast, but Eckhart totally describes how people think Jesus uh, saying, love your brother as yourself is his first commandment. But he said, it can't be like that because if you don't love yourself, your ego will strike out at another. He said, you haven't gone far enough within the kingdom within you to find the love for yourself. <clears throat> and if you think about for that for a minute, that's really true because, you know, he said, Eckhart says, so it has to be <clears throat> that Jesus's first commandment is seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all else will be added unto you. So how do we do that? We, as Jesus says, we remove the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. That's within us even now. So remember our exercise of finding who is that one that's witnessing, that awareness that's witnessing. And you feel the eye of the pure of the pure awareness. And you can see that you're the same then as the creator. Your infinite awareness, your eternal. There's no judgment because God simply is. And there's nothing to judge. And we have to just remember, guys, that we temporarily dream this, that we're separate. We turned away from our true nature uh, and and that form doesn't last. It's not who we are. Uh, Rupert goes on to say that I am God saying I am God is not blasphemous. But to say I am a person is blasphemous because we're saying I exist as a finite being separate from God. So it's denying God when you don't understand that you and God are one. So remember, we're accustomed accustomed to putting our attention on our feelings, right? But put your focus on pure awareness. And remember, that this will weaken the power of your emotions. You're going to have to stay with that and practice that. Every time you're triggered, every time you're feeling low, something uh, comes up. Remember to say, who is the one that is witnessing this? Okay. So he, uh, Rupert also talks about shadow work, which is very big in the spiritual community. And he said that uh, this is what you do. And I do this all the time. And, and friends of mine who are on the path with me will say, no, so-and-so's ego didn't do that. Or, or so-and-so didn't do that, that uh, their ego did it. You didn't do that. Your ego did that. Rupert says this. Uh, he said, you recognize that this is a habit in you, but it's not you. Whatever's coming up that is not pure peace and love is not you. It's it's a story you've told yourself. It's fear. It's ego. And it's not real because, as Jesus says, love is the only thing that God created because love is the only thing that's real. So anything else is a story you've told yourself. And he said, uh, when you stay conscious, when emotions arise and you're triggered by someone or circumstances, this is you do not act on the thoughts or patterns. You're going to have to count to five or take a breath or snap a rubber band on your wrist or whatever, but don't react. Here's how you break the habit of that shadow and that ego that comes up here in the steps. You want to observe it. You do not want to identify it, but you also don't want to reject it. It will be a weakening of the tendency. There will be a weakening of the tendency for it to arise that way. And by all means, just love it. Just love it. Just love it. And you'll notice that as that, because a lot of us have been getting a lot of calls, my friends and my uh, my clients are saying the emotions are really, uh, really overwhelming right now. I'm going to talk about that. Something I found on LinkedIn and answered from the point of view of a coach. And the emotions can be really overwhelming right now. But remember, the coming up to clear. That's trapped energy. That's just darkness looking for light. So that's a hopeful 
and true thing to understand right now. Um, I notice that as I have practiced these principles constantly, and I do very, uh, very, very on it every day. This is what I do because this will be my last lifetime. And I'm going to make sure of that. Uh, my desire and my choice for peace, really, and to love myself has has come to supersede my desire to go unconscious and to go over old patterns and to shame and blame and guilt and and not take responsibility for myself and think something's be happening to me. So the last time I was triggered a couple of days ago, two, two things happened back to back. <clears throat> and before I got five words out of my mouth about this person or that person and whatever I thought my story was going to be about that, I was able to stop myself. And I thought, I'm not going to go there. I said, nope. I, you know, I'm talking about somebody abandoning and betraying me, but I am not going to abandon nor betray myself by losing my peace and my happiness. I'm going to love myself. And immediately my focus shifted into the awareness that was ever present. And, and what happened is my experience, and this will happen to you, your experience expands. You feel an expansion into what Eckhart calls spaciousness. And you really do. And pretty soon you're feeling the peace and it's, it's almost instantaneous as you put your focus on awareness and you say, no, I want to be happy. You don't even have to go over the thoughts when they come up. In fact, the faster you can get of saying that doesn't feel good. I'm just going to love it. I'm just going to let it go. Uh, I'm going to choose peace instead. Now, the feelings that I was feeling resurfaced a few times, but I kept going back with the, with the focus and I stopped it right on right in its tracks. Uh, also, the self-inquiry question, who am I, is the same thing. Who am I that it basically is the one who's witnessing these thoughts and emotions? When you get to that and you keep turning to that, it will stop your old patterns of, of limited thinking on a dime. It really will. Um, so I felt really good about that, making making progress here. And it was good to feel peaceful and happy just because I, I, I want to. Uh, on that same note, Rupert Spira says, awareness does not say no to anything. Now, lots of people have talked about this. I've talked about this. Byron Katie talks about this in Loving What Is. It's by saying, no, I don't like what's going on right now that creates resistance and makes us unhappy. It's literally the resistance to what is happening. It is appropriate, however, to respond without resistance, with love and kindness and compassion and understanding. So you you don't have to go along with everything that's happening. You can choose, you can make another choice, but you need to not be triggered with it and make it real. You need to respond with kindness because when there's no resistance, it will clear. And I've talked in the other shows that I've done about my experiences with having a lot of resistance to things that were going on in my life. And I decided to love it and to come to peace and, and let go of my patterns that were holding it in place. And I had miracle after miracle happen. I mean, things that I didn't even think were possible that would come to me, came to me because I cleared the issue without, with non-resistance. So when you do this, you know, your awareness gets clearer and awareness goes with you wherever you go. Just like Jesus says in the course, God goes with me wherever I go. God's voice speaks to me throughout the day. So <clears throat> God's voice would be Holy Spirit. And how you hear this, and you can listen to uh, 
how to receive guidance from the Holy Spirit. I think it's maybe the fifth podcast I did. It's all dedicated to the Holy Spirit and how you follow the Spirit every day. <clears throat> Much and and again, listen to um, why you must give up the belief that you was planned. Between the two of those, you'll have a very ironclad plan as to how you get through your day every day and shift your paradigm so that you're connected to divine mind and you're only being led and following. There's a so much peace in that. But um, uh, so Rupert says that uh, our true nature is peace and our shared experience is love. And that's really true because when you get to the peace within you and you feel filled up and happy, there's love that wells up in, inside of you. You're able to, to feel love for yourself. And consequently, you're able to share that, that experience. And the two divine revelations that I had, the first one was the peace of God that passes all understanding. The second one was divine love. I talk about that in episode one. So, you know, you may be feeling a lot of lower emotions arising right now. There's a reason for that. Let me talk about that a little bit so that we can, we can take some of these things and, and undo them for you. Uh, I was guided to <clears throat> to go to LinkedIn. Quite honestly, I don't really care for social media, but I do it sometimes. There was a question on there that was directed to uh, coaches like myself. And it said, how do you help your clients get through the seven big feelings that are common right now? So there was a whole article directed to coaches and coaches were responding about they are noticing that people are de- dealing right now. Their clients are off the rails right now with feeling seven big, big feelings, big emotions. Here they are. One is uncertainty. Maybe you can relate to any of these comparison, like she has more sales than I do, that kind of thing in the business world, or she's younger than me, or he's, he's, He's more attractive. Uncertainty, comparison, anger is another one that people are dealing with. Perfectionism, regret, despair, and burnout. This is all. So I answered back and I answered back that you have to, you have to see the spiritual sight to get to the bottom of any of these, because if you don't, and you're looking through the body's eyes and you're thinking that you're separate from God to each other. Jesus says, if you think you're doing anything under your own power, you have every right to fear. And isn't that true? Isn't that true? Oh my gosh, I have to make that sale. Oh my gosh, I'm too, I'm too old to be hired in the marketplace. Oh my gosh, I'm not as attractive as she is. I'll never get a date. All these things are based on the fallen perception of ourselves as the body separate from God and each other. Now, when you turn that view When you turn that view to understand that you are awareness, you are guided by your own God self, by the divine mind, by God, the uncertainty goes away, doesn't it? Because you don't have to do anything but follow. You don't have to compare yourself to anybody because you're simply healing your mind. That's all you're here to do. You're not here to compete you're only here to follow and heal your own fallen belief systems. Anger. He, Jesus says you're never angry for the reason you think because you're angry and you project it outward because you can't feel. You feel disconnected from your source. You don't feel the love and the peace. It makes you frantic. You get angry. You project it on somebody else. Perfectionism is another one that's absolutely geared towards the body. Perfectionism is we are perfect, but not in the egoic sense. We are innocent and holy and have been forgiven by God 
Why? Because there's nothing to forgive because all we did was dream it and God knows it. So simply awaken, accept the atonement for yourself. Regret. Here's a classic one of, of, of dragging the past and making the dream real. If you can reframe your past and understand you were asleep and you were dreaming, don't beat yourself up or anybody else for that. You have nothing to regret when you understand that everything has led you to your to here, to the reality, the understanding that <clears throat> you become a, bit, a better, stronger person, a more loving person, a more awake and aware person until you, you're going to let yourself free. So let go of the past. Despair, same thing. There is no need to despair when there's nothing to do, but, but uh, be grateful that you have a guide to follow in every moment and that you'll know what to do and that with God, all things are possible. And burnout, that's classic right now with all the computer age and the technology there's a real you know there's just we're like hamsters on a wheel but there again if your mind is still and you're not working your mind and you don't have lots of belief systems about i don't like what's going on right now and you let go of the resistance and find the awareness that burnout will start to go into peace and you'll begin to make better choices for yourself where instead of being frantic and doing too much maybe you start to slow down and choose more wisely what is loving to self right? That's the most important thing. So that's what I wanted to share from LinkedIn that I saw. I did an Ascended Masters reading. Thankfully, they've been coming through a lot of been channeling the Ascended Masters. They are beings like Jesus who have lived and uh, walked the earth and have healed their minds and are one with God. And they said that most people can't handle the energy that's coming in right now because they don't have a connection to spirit. They have lost, as they said, their axis, A-X-I-S. So you you have to stay connected to God. Um, Now, Bruce Lipton is a, from a scientific point of view, is a PhD. He's a biologist who's noted for his view on the science of epigenetics, that beliefs actually, and uh, uh, beliefs, exert the control on the human body that he wrote a book called the body of belief. And he says the subconscious rules our reality 95% of the time. So your misidentified beliefs of fear and lack and judgment and all of that are ruling your reality. And what happens is your DNA, you know, they've, they've said that your DNA, you know, is, there's something wrong with your DNA, you have cancer in it. He says, that's not true. He said, cancer only 7% of the time, seven to 9% of the time is something that's inherited. And there again, those are belief systems. I can tell you as a reader, those are belief systems that are inherited. You you fire chemicals that create dis-ease when you think lower thoughts. Uh, You know, what's really important right now is to understand that thought creates. Everybody's been saying that for a long time, but you have to stop yourself and really realize that you're doing it willy nilly. There's no neutral thoughts is what Jesus says. There's a thought of war or there's a thought of peace. Now there's a thought of war or a thought of peace. And that means that doesn't mean what you think about what's going on in the Ukraine. That means what, what you're thinking about the grocer, your, your lover, yourself, there's so much brainwashing of going on right now of the conditioned mind. And you need to choose what you'd like to experience consciously. What do you really believe? You know, uh, what we can do in unity is everything. Because when we heal our own minds, if you want 
war to disappear on the planet, you have to be at peace within you. You can't think I want peace or think some peaceful thoughts and then be ugly to somebody else or unloving to yourself and have the field change. Bruce Lipton says the field can be measured now and it's it's verifiable what spiritualists have known forever that your thoughts are creating the field. So it's in some a very small percentage on the planet wants to keep you like the uh, uh, turned against each other and in constant fear. Why? Because they know that that is how they get ahead in their parasitic way. You do not need for, for disruption to happen to you. Turn the TV off, choose to go out and to love people, choose to be still and meditate. Uh, who are you allowing to control you? The media, you know, the TV, turn it off. The ascended master said the power of God is no match for, for or, or excuse me, that the, the brainwashing on television is no match for the power of God. But believe me, there's a lot going on that, that permeates your subconscious. So turn it off, get still. You will honestly, I have never missed anything that I needed to miss, that I needed to have. You, you, you get it within you. You absolutely get it within you. You get guidance, you get led, you're in the right place at the right time. This is the only way to go. Uh, let me talk here about, um, we have what, 10 minutes left. Okay. Uh, I did, a, I did a, a relationship reading a while back and I'm not going to share personal information, but I bring this up to say <clears throat> when we're talking about thoughts of war and thoughts of love, uh, a person, someone called me and they wanted to know. They were trying to decide if their relationship was going to go the, the uh, stay the course. They should stay the course or they should leave because there had been some problems. There had been some indiscretions in different kinds of ways. And they, they, she, this person said, I can't make an informed decision about what to go forward if I don't know what you see psychically about what's happened in the past. And I did mediumship. Her guides came in and I relinquished uh, control to them. And they said to her, they would not answer her question about if there had been uh, indiscretion or not, because they said it doesn't matter. And she was very frustrated. Eventually, I read that for her psychically. But the point was that they were trying to make is that what do you want to choose? This is in your own mind. She had a hard time. And it's hard to understand this, I think, for everybody at first, that whatever is happening to you in your relationship or in your outer experiences is a reflection of an inner condition within your own mind. It's just the separation. You don't have to beat yourself up about it. You simply have to do the steps that I that I laid out for you earlier. So, you know, um, it was hard for her to understand. And I, I broke it down and then I read it psychically to say, there is a good outcome here. You have a soul agreement to, to go the course, but you have to change the way you're looking at your relationship. You're, you're not here to fulfill each other's wildest dreams and and list an agenda you're here to help each other heal your mind so forgiveness and she said are you just supposed to forgive everything and actually the answer is yes because ultimately you realize there's nothing to forgive there's nothing to forgive because we're dreaming and so the question that was put to her through the masters and me is what do you want do you want to be happy do you want to be at peace if you do you have to choose it in the following ways and we talked about pure awareness so that is that is something that that if you're ready to make that next step, take responsibility and say yes to yourself and say yes to life. I uh, was led to an email from Hay House 
about a book that I'd heard about that, that was actually published the first time 10 years ago. They're relaunching it. It's by Anita Morjani, and you've probably heard of this book. It's called Dying to Be Me. She shared her story, and uh, she had uh, been raised in a culture where, the uh, Hindu culture where uh, girls were looked at as a problem because, you know, they have to be married off and the dowry and everything. And she manifested uh, lymphoma that metastasized through her body. And it was so bad that she had tumors the size of golf balls under her skull all the way to her abdomen. And uh, she went down to 88 pounds and her kidneys began to shut down. They were caring for her at home, but she went into a coma. And so her family took her into the hospital and the doctor said she has just hours to live. There's no way that that she's going to make it. I mean, she's dying already. Her body's shutting down. She uh, could hear them in the coma and people can hear you. So be careful what you say. Be encouraging. And and she said she heard everything and saw then a whole view of the hospital and her husband out at the nurse's station talking. And then she moved up and she said, oh, my gosh, I'm dying. I didn't expect that it was going to be like this. It's so beautiful and peaceful. She crossed over to the other side and she was immediately uh, greeted with it just completely um, surrounded with unconditional love and acceptance like she'd never done before. And she saw on the other side why she had manifested the cancer because she had never loved herself. She had put herself last. She said she had been a doormat. This is part cultural. And I share that with you because there are cultural beliefs that keep us locked in. Um, And she was greeted by her father who had, she had always been afraid of, and he had nothing but unconditional love for her. And he said, you have a choice to go back if you, if you want to. And you have a lot to do and uh, you're going to have a beautiful life. And there's, there's more uh, goodness coming for you in life. If you want to go back. So she did, she came back through the body. Now they had pronounced her dead, right? Basically she had a near death. Thing. She, they said she had hours to live, no way to turn this around. And her message is don't ever let anybody tell you that because it, it, it you know, if you ever listen to near death experiences, not true. Anything can be turned around with the power of love. It took her five weeks until, I mean, it was just a matter of a few weeks until all the tumors were completely gone. This was because she had a complete healing because she loved herself. And within five weeks, she was out of the hospital living her own life. Wayne Dyer actually found her story on the on the internet and Hay House called her and asked her to write her book. She's since turned and she has more books available. But Dying to Be Me is a very interesting story of self-love and unconditional love that you may wish to check out. Uh, so a happy outcome is, is, is ensure as assured Jesus tells us. And when you love yourself completely, really, it's impossible to hold a grudge, right? Because you feel so good. Um, Eckhart talked about Eckhart Tolle talked about how he came to awakening. He said he was so miserable and depressed that one night he said to himself, and it went on for years. He said he was depressed as a young man and it went on for years. And he said one night, I cannot stand myself any longer and then he said he had the thought of who is it that cannot stand myself any longer there must be two of me he tells the story about his own awakening and he said and then he realized that the one that was witnessing like we've talked about today the pure awareness was witnessing the one that was having the thought 
of depression and not being able to go on and stand themselves any longer. He subsequently, and this doesn't happen very often, but he shifted into peace when he awakened the next morning. He was at peace with peace and awareness in the background, and it's never changed for him. He said he searched for two years, every religion, every spiritual group to find out what had happened to him because he really didn't understand it. And he ended up at a Buddhist monk and the Zen master said that he had stopped thinking. He said, it's a cessation of thought. That's what happened to me when I had my divine revelation. My, I heard a click in my head and the thoughts turned off. When you transcend the lower mind, you just feel the peace that's already within you. And that's what happened to Eckhart. And of course, he's a major spiritual leader now, and he teaches and he's brilliant at it. Uh, so uh, remember, uh, give up the belief that you must plan, follow, take inspired action. If you are still, I guarantee you, you will know what to do in the moment. You will absolutely know what to do in the moment. Remember to choose peace. Just choose it. Choose to be happy because happiness is who we are. Remember, we're just temporarily veiled by the body. So you have to stay conscious and go around that. That's all you have to do. You have to stay. It sounds easy. (laughs) It sounds easy, but it takes, as Jesus says, a little little willingness. And I will tell you, it takes a lot of willingness because the ego, as Jesus says, he's very funny, does push-ups while you sleep. And just when you think you're in the zone and you've you've made it, oh my goodness, something pops up or you have a judgment or I don't like what's going on and you're back in duality again. Ah, listen, I want to tell you some words of encouragement. This is a process for most people. It comes up in layers. And if you're feeling those seven big emotions right now because of everything that's going on in the world, stop and make a choice. Do that exercise we did. Find the awareness. Feel the infinite experience of that your experience will start to uh that focus on awareness will start to weaken all these negative feelings that you're feeling and 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 remember to to stay connected uh you have a guide your your god self holy spirit is within you all the time now here's the wrap up we all have a memory of happiness but what veils us is the manifestation of our form and where we focus our thoughts and beliefs instead of ourselves We want to focus on pure awareness with God in all life. Okay. Remember the exercise and go over it. You can back it up and do it again and take your time with it. Don't, you don't have to break down the veil. It will fall. As you place your attention on awareness, you'll expand and you'll feel the happiness. It happened to me the other night in the kitchen. I went, nope, I want to be happy. And it stopped. And then it came up again. I said, nope. I didn't even have to go over it. I just put my attention on the awareness. So offer no resistance and respond with kindness, compassion, and understanding and love. you got to choose to be happy, and now you know how. Replay this video if you need to. I've given you many people to, to look up. The Course in Miracles, Rupert Spira, Eckhart Tolle, uh, even the thoughts of Bruce Lipton on epigenetics, how your 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 DNA is just an architectural blueprint. What fires that is your thoughts and beliefs, and it it all it makes physical real, uh, reality. So there are those who want us to keep us divided, but we are unified as the Son of God. We work at the level of cause. We actually, the Holy Spirit will will collapse time space, and and some of these things that are going on that we none of us want. Uh, will shift 
will shift because there's no need for the lesson anymore. So you are the answer. You're the light of the world. You know, uh, if you would like to book a private reading with me for psychic mediumship, Akashic records, uh, spiritual coaching with a course in miracles, uh, call me at, or, uh, go online, shellyjmiller.com, S-H-E-L-L-Y-J-Miller.com. Join the mailing list while you're there. I'm at 949-237-2960. I have, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel where my videos are loaded, Shelly J. Miller Psychic Medium. You can hear these podcasts, Finding Your Peace on Amazon. My website, you can uh, download them, I believe, on Amazon Audible. Google Play, iTunes, and here at BBS Radio Station 1 in the archives by dialing in, finding your peace with Shelly J. Miller. Remember, guys, you are the light of the world and you are loved. Until next time, remember to be a peacemaker. You must start with your own thoughts and beliefs until you can love your brothers like yourself. And and do check out the relationship or the uh, episode on holy relationships to help you with that. And I will see you next time. You are deeply loved. You're the light of the world. Bye-bye for now. Join us next time, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Finding Your Peace with Shelley J. Miller. Be sure to look for the podcasts Finding Your Peace with Shelley J. Miller on iTunes, Google Play, and all of your favorite podcast stations. To contact Shelley, book an appointment, and to find out more about her work, go to ShellyJMiller.com.